0: uh this is what I thought we was gonna be starting clean. <laughs> All, right, there. All right, that's better. we are starting on time, thankfully, which is good because uh like I said it's gonna be a meat and potato show, a lot of straight up stuff here today. And uh our guess gonna be, I guess, riding with us for the entire show. We got him right here on at the beginning, Mr. Joe Tanksley and uh Appreciate you coming on with us, man. I know he was had a busy afternoon,
1: yeah, but uh, we made it though. We made it,
0: yeah, we all made it, man. I'm I don't know, it's just been one of them annoying days for me, man. This is Monday, yeah. Well, that's what that's the thing about the show. We try to make Mondays a little better by doing the show, but sometimes it's hard, man. And and now you got like you know, it, it's, it's dark for two hours before we do the show and we got snow coming down now. Yeah, it's we like,
1: need to end that. I don't understand. I mean, like, how many people are farming like that? Like, it really matters. I don't know. I think we just...
0: <laughs> they don't do nothing but mess up your sleep, man. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's, it's it's getting... it's yeah. It's, this was one of those real Mondays, but like I said we made it, and uh you yeah, know, we'll give you give y'all a little bit of uh, what you what y'all looking for here on this next hour. Or so probably won't even be an hour. Well, but uh, we you know we 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 got we got some good stuff to talk about for the most part. And, Indeed. Uh, you know, we gonna just just hang out for a bit. Uh Drew, how, how how things going with you, man?
2: Everything is pretty good, man. Just like you said, it's kind of a uh the Mondayest of Mondays, man. <laughs> Monday is somebody. Um, but yeah, to, to you guys' point, I don't know, man. The, the productivity, man. It's like you gotta fight the good fight in these in these these times, man. When the when the sun goes down so early and it's so dark and you you just wanna go home. So yeah, man. I'm trying Pratic. to stay it. Dig my heels in. Right, yeah, and that's the thing. Like with the with the origins of of
0: uh, you know the the uh, daylight savings time and stuff. Like you talking about with the farmers, that's those people would start their day when the sun come up, so they'd start at like five six in the morning. Well, you know, that's for us. We starting, you know, he told me today when you start work, that's early. You know, that's. Like eight thirty or something, you said. Like this, you know, that's er- that's real early for me. You know, <laughs> I'll start working till about noon. Man, you know, and that's damn near too early for me. But you know, it, it we uh, let's say when you start your day at that point, you know, and it's and it's dark at four. It's like your day just started, but then it's it's ending. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to get going you know but it's mm-hmm. how it is man but uh let's i don't know let's talk about some stuff that we can't control- that that we can't control that's a little bit more enjoyable uh, <laughs> uh let's start off let's start off with the bulls you know i, I got Joe on to talk some football in the minute. but uh you know the bulls doing pretty good now, you know they had a a rough go of it on Friday, but uh you know, uh you know, it came back on Sunday with a nice win against the Clippers and they back at it tonight against the Lakers. Uh I don't know. Drew, I'll start with you, man. What, what, what were your thoughts about how the weekend went and and how uh you know things are gonna be coming, you know, th- going today uh with the with the return of uh
2: AC and, and
0: Lonzo in
2: LA? I mean, considering that they're playing without Uh, their third best player, you know, someone whom DeMar DeRozan called the best player on the team in Nikola Vucevic. I think they're doing all right to be one and one. Um, I was hoping for a better performance against Golden State, but that being the first game that they've played without Vucevic and trying to get some things kind of ironed out in how they want to play without pretty much the, the hub of their half court offense, I guess it's somewhat to be expected. Golden State is a hell of a team and, um, I, it wasn't that I was low on Golden State, but, you know, people were talking about, yeah, I think they they might be in title contention. I was like, y'all got to pump your brakes a little bit. Clay is not coming back to later on in the season. We don't know how he's going to look. Um, you know, they made some additions, but are they really going to be uh, that vital to what they're doing? But, man, I, they look pretty damn good, man. Um, both sides of the ball. And Steph, once again, right back in the thick of that early season MVP um, conversation. So, um, you know, I can't get too down about the outcome of that game on Friday. Um, Good to see them bounce back yesterday with a a win against a team that had won seven straight um, with an MVP candidate in their own right in Paul George. Um, Caruso, (laughs) crazy defense against Paul George. Lonzo Ball helped out when he switched that on to him as well. Um, hopefully, they can pick up another win against the Lakers because it's not going to get any easier from here. Um, but you know, can't be mad at at, at the start uh, to the season in general and just the the West Coast trip specifically. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think it was important that they that they got back on the horse and, and got them a win yesterday. And you know, this this seems like a team that. Unlike other recent Bulls teams, they're not, they don't get low on them, down on themselves when they have a setback. They get right back on it and they play the game like they know how to play. Like yesterday was, I, I mentioned on Twitter, like I thought it was very much playoff like in the way that the game, the game sort of was boiled down to each half court possession. And, you know, both teams played active defense. know they were handsy you know occupying passing lanes and stuff really getting at the ball and both teams had to work to get their scoring chances and make make good on them and the bulls did what they needed to do every time just about and uh you know the clippers made good efforts to uh get back in the game they got a lead you know sort of late on that crazy shot that uh paul george made you know when he fell down but uh you know, even even when that happened, the Bulls just they never seemed to panic and they kept playing the way that they knew how to play. And, you know, by the end, they were able to, you know, sort of not they didn't really coast out, but they they had enough space where they were able to make plays and, and just keep running office the way that they wanted to. Zach put up that crazy shot, you know, late in the game. And that's just the type of shot that I think a player like him makes to make a statement like, look. You're not gonna guard me at this point. You know I'm ready to take this one home, and he did it. He, you know, they took, you know, he got he got the shot down. They got the win, and then you know, they able to hang out in L.A. for a day. You know, with that with a good energy about them and, and coming into this next game tonight. So, yeah, it's, it's it's good that the Bulls at least split these first two games because I think after tonight, there's a chance that. You know they can reel off possibly the the last three games of of the trip. You know because Portland, you know Portland still has some issues, and uh, Denver Denver is Denver is going to be tough. But you know if you, I think if the Bulls can win three out of two out of three in these first three games, especially given the way that Golden State has played and that the Clippers will played, you know I'm, there's, there's a reason to feel pretty confident that they can actually have a winning record mm-hmm. coming out of this West coast trip. And for them to have a winning record three or two mm-hmm.
1: coming out of this trip, that'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I just have to say that I'm, I've been very pleased with how the Bulls have started the season and I'm not, uh, a basketball expert per se, like Cal said before, I'm more of a football guy. But uh, I've I've watched a good majority of their games this season, and they've been playing an exciting brand of basketball. And um, it's just good to see the growth that this team has gone through as the season has progressed. Uh, to your point last night, where you were talking about how you know how competitive the Clippers were with the Bulls and that's a game that at the beginning of the season I like. Like when we think back on when how they played the Pistons and how the Pistons were able to get back into the game and make it close, or even with the Raptors early in the season, how they were able to bring it close and, you know, make you hold your breath and make your chest pound a little bit harder. You know, against the Cl- against the Clippers without Booch, you know, a team that just won, you know, seven straight. They were able to, you know, step on their necks a little bit. And you made the point about Zach, you know, being emphatic with the crazy shot that he made at the end. So you see them being able to close out games a little bit better um, and starting to develop that that, that, that killer instinct uh, that, that it's going to take, you know, to play competitive basketball. You know, Golden State, you know, that was the first game on the road trip. Uh and Golden State is playing, you know, playing lights out right now. They're the best team in the NBA. What was it? They eleven and one or twelve and one now. You know, Steph is playing out. Of they got a second you, yesterday, lag. Joe. you huh?
0: Yeah, they got what a second said? loss yesterday, Joe, but they still okay, got the okay, best cool. record in the league. Yeah.
1: Okay. But yeah, you coming in from the Midwest, you got the Jet lag. You know, I I you know <laughs> it is what it is. But they they showed improvement, and, and this is a team last year, you know that it's not the same team, but the, the Bulls team last year would have you know started stacking losses. You know, these were the build up. But they were co- able to come and bounce back and get a strong will uh, a strong win against a good team. And that just shows how much this team has improved since last year.
2: Yeah, I think um that's that's a great point. I think that's that's maybe the the sharpest difference uh between this year's team and uh who was on the floor last year. Just, just in terms of um, the resiliency, you you know they stayed in that game with New York and and gave themselves an opportunity to win in the closing moments of that game. They came back against Boston, um, first team in the shot clock area to be down by fourteen and then end up winning by fourteen or more points. Um, they came back against Philly in that first game. Look like they might steal another game um, on the road. They beat Utah uh, last night in, in L.A. to to stay to. Pull that game out. So I mean this 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 team just is not the type that's gonna get hit in the mouth and, and stay down. Like they get back up and they come back with some more punches, which as a fan is is great to see.
0: Drew, what did you think about the adjustment in the lineup yesterday and how it played out throughout the game, starting with having Caruso on at that at that four of the start?
2: I loved it. Um from the standpoint of you know your your big man is gone, Vucevic is out of that lineup, so you had to get somebody in there that knows what to do with the ball in the hands. Not necessarily scoring it, because that's not what Caruso is known for, but somebody that can make uh, quick, decisive decisions with the ball, getting it, moving it along if you need to, or uh, shooting without hesitation. Um, and then also he's their best defender, uh, with Lonzo Ball a close second. So being able to get him on Paul George early and, and do what he can do to disrupt his uh, rhythm and kind of knock him off stride for pretty much the whole game. I think he finished with like seven or 26 or something like that. So um, I loved it from that standpoint, helped him try to get off to a little bit of a better start, which has been kind of an issue this season. They haven't always um, come out strong in those first quarters, but I think it made sense for them um, and you know, we'll see if it continues into tonight. I, I would expect it would, and I know that Caruso is is probably looking to try to put up a, a big game against this former team. Get myself off
0: mute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, that's that's another question I was going to ask, r- right? Quick, but before I, before I go into that, like, d- what 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 a lineup do you think you do you think there will be the same lineup tonight? Given that. You got AD, of course, was going to be on the other side, a bit more of a dynamic front court player than you know, uh, than what uh you know Hartstein or uh, or uh, or God, what's my man? What's my other name? Bubach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and they you know they got a little bit of depth too, you know, with the older guys they got in their front court in LA. You know, how do you, how do you think the Bulls going to be able to offset that? Cause they, there's, you know, can say we we know the thinness up front, and it, it can lead to the Bulls getting out rebounded drastically at times and stuff like that, where you know it, it could, you know, I, I I I just you know, what what do you think the Bulls
2: are going to be able to do to offset
0: what the Lakers are going to have to offer tonight?
2: Man, that that might be the story of the game. That might be the story of the game. I, I don't think LeBron is set to play. I, I believe he's. Yeah, it's looking like he's gonna be out still. Yeah, so I'm not. Who, who's who's starting with uh Anthony Davis? Are they starting yeah. um, DeAndre Jordan? Shoot,
0: I haven't seen the Lakers play in the in the second.
2: Yeah, I'm but, not uh, even because I I know they don't typically uh like Anthony Davis doesn't doesn't spend the majority of his minutes playing the five. So I know they yeah he likes it. The- the- yeah, yeah. So I would okay. guess I would guess that uh,
0: Jordan probably does. Let me look. Let me look at a box right quick from the recent okay. game. And uh, but yeah, like go ahead though. He,
2: he... Now I was gonna say that that you know that could prove to be the the storyline of this game. How they're gonna defend or how they're gonna rebound um, and try to limit the points in the paint that the Lakers are able to get, even with LeBron being out. Anthony Davis is a handful. I know you know. People have said what they want to say about AD coming off his his bubble performance and, and what he did last year and one of the worst seasons of his career. But you still got to honor that dude. You still got to play him. You still got to all eyes or all hands got to be on deck when he catches the ball. Oh, so yeah. I'm looking for some creative, maybe some creative double teams. But to your point, um, I didn't even think about that. You, you, you might be in a position where you can't even start Caruso because they're so big. Um, you know, you got some big bodies out there on the perimeter with DeRozan and Levine and Ball, who, you know, rebound pretty well for their size. But <laughs> you're going against DeAndre Jordan and, and, um, AD inside, you're going to need a little, little extra.
0: Well, it, it looks I, like in the in the most recent win against the Spurs, they actually had Carmelo at the four, Taylor and Horton Tucker and, uh, Davis had Davis at, actually at the five with Westbrook and Bradley in the backcourt. So I don't know if they were key to that. They didn't play even – they didn't play Dwight uh, – I mean, they didn't play Jordan in their Spurs game. Howard only played like 10 minutes. So they had a bit of a smaller lineup against the Spurs, actually. I
1: think – I'm sorry. No. Um, no go, go ahead. Go ahead. I think um, the the – the that's been the biggest issue with the bulls right now is, is the size that they have on the front court. But I think they have an opportunity to be creative with, with Vooch out and uh, try to push the, push the pace a little bit. The Lakers have like one of the oldest teams in the league and, you know, and I, I believe, you know, the, what it looks like, you know, from what I watch, you know, the bulls, you know, a, a great running team that, you know, they do well on the fast break and, you know, mm-hmm. Lonzo is really good at making decisions when he's pushing the pace and DeMar DeRozan and Caruso do that very, you know, do that well, do that very well too. And so I think if they can push the pace a little bit and uh, get out on these guys, you know, they, they, they can, you know, tear them out a little bit and, 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 you know, maybe pull it away late. You know, once they got them gassed a little bit, so I think uh, that's one of the things that I wanted them to do against the Sixers when they had all those players out. I think they were only eight I wanted them to push the pace a little bit more because you know Embiid is always out of shape. You know, if <laughs> you push the pace a little bit, you know, saying you might be able to tire these guys out. And so, I, you know, I hope they come out and, and push the pace a little bit and, and try to run these guys out the gym. That's
0: that's a good point, Joe. Pace and energy could be a be a key. Uh, you know, a key X factor for the Bulls. I I look. You look at like Caruso, like coming off the bench. You look at players like Caruso, and players like Javante Green, and and I O's been giving a lot of good stuff off the bench too, and uh, and uh, Derek Jones. Like all those players, they offer some length and some uh, some energetic defense, and uh, you know, some even even in the case of like Green, some board energy. Like Green to get up on you, man, and you saw you saw that that nice block he had yesterday, Drew, with it uh blocked homeboy from the back. Devontae yeah. like, give you one or two plays every day, every game, where you like, man, this dude is out of his mind. You almost I want like Devontae. To- I like yeah, He are, he, he say- play like
1: he out in the park from the crib. That's how I like how he plays. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I was about to
0: say, Joe, you almost want him in the in the defensive backfield for the Bears the way he. He had one play yesterday where he he came out like uh, like a uh, uh, Mike Brown or some deflected a, a long pass cr- uh, up the court mm-hmm. like he, they, that boy that boy will be playing so yeah, he he's definitely uh, becoming a
2: fan favorite quickly. Yeah, that the energy and athleticism is on another level, man. Yeah, yeah, but right quick though that this is the question I want to get
0: to. Who you and you mentioned how the game is going to be important for AC? You, I guess, I guess because he was there more recently, it probably he probably is the easy answer. But do you think it's going to matter more to him or to Lonzo tonight to uh, have a good game?
2: That's a, that's a great question, but I think it, it would be. Cor- uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Col- see now. Let, let, let me let me get my argument
0: right quick for Lonzo, okay?
2: Because okay.
0: Lonzo he left there more. Uh, you know, ingloriously than than AC did. They and they still wanted AC, like at least the fans did, and, the, and you could say the team did too. They just didn't want them at a certain price. Yeah, but they just booted. They just was sort of glad to get ball out. When when they got Magic out the paint in the front office, they was like whoever Magic was down with. We ain't messing with them no more. So they got ball out pretty easily. So I would think that ball after a couple years. In the wilderness, and in and, and old. now he's back on the team. That he he got him a, he got him a nice looking girlfriend. Now <laughs> he can stud on on this old he could on the old neighborhood and say, "Look, I got me a comp- a competing team. I know y'all doing y'all thing here. Y'all think y'all competing, but I got a squad too with me. And you know I'm gonna come and show you what you guys are missing because uh really I should be starting for you guys at point guard right now." I should be running the rock for you guys, but uh you're gonna miss out because I'm doing this for the Bulls.
2: Yeah, you you made great points, great argument for for Lonzo. And you when I when you first posed the question, I was immediately going to Caruso. So I, you know, I, I give you credit for having me think a little bit about ball, but I still I mean, yeah, go just,
0: it could it definitely could be Caruso too. Yeah, Cause yeah. Lonzo may just he he may have put all that behind him. Like I said, it's been a couple of years.
2: But you know, but make the argument for Caruso. Well, no, I think just, just I'm going with Caruso just because, um, like this dude made it so clear that he wanted to be with Los Angeles. He went and got you know some some deals uh, from other teams or the Bulls deal and came back came back to Los Angeles. Like, look, man, that's what they're offering. Can you do something similar? Not even sure. exactly this amount, but something in the ballpark. And he still said no. Uh, so I think he's got more of an axe to grind. Uh, Against the Lakers than than Ball does, like you said, a lot of it has to do with the timing. Um, but I'm going going Caruso on this one. Yeah, I think you I think you can go either way, but yeah, that but Caruso
0: definitely, you know, like a, a, again, he's another guy who, like, just like what I just said with with Lonzo, Caruso is like, you, you guys could be using me right now you, instead of overpaying Westbrook or one of these other guards that you got. You could be paying me a decent amount, and we could be running it back like we did when we had the title. But but they they you know, made the choice that they made. So I, I would like for both of them to play like they got a chip on their shoulder tonight, and that would definitely help the Bulls.
2: That would be awesome. If we can get Lonzo Ball going from inside and outside the arc. That would be terrific. Right.
0: And there'll be no let up. You just substitute <laughs> one for the other. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah so it's going to be fun like 9 30 our time that's going to be they're going to be tipping off oh so, uh, yeah Bulls and Lakers. it's it's fun to have 30. yeah you, you ain't gonna be able to stay up for that one. Oh man 30.
1: <laughs> i thirty. gonna try i would try
2: I, I i feel you man i feel you but yeah but that's <laughs> that's how
0: you. it is on the west coast let
2: me ask y'all this why was the, it was it because it was sunday that the game was at 8 30 yesterday why the difference probably yeah probably because of sunday
0: but yeah, I mean, it could have been even earlier than that, you know. But, but yeah, yeah. getting too old, man. <laughs> you might have to move out there, man. I I remember one time I I went the the one time I was in California, it was it was during baseball season, and they had like a game start at like four thirty. I was like, what the hell? Like this seems <laughs> so weird. It was a Giants game. I was like. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, this is because they were on the East Coast. So they were starting on East Coast times. I was like, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know how they deal with it. Like <laughs> You know, all the time they have to deal with stuff like that. Because when their teams play at 730 our time, they're playing at 530 their times. So it's like, it's weird to have games always tip off at that time. You know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but anyway, uh yeah, this, that's the bull. That's the bull. That's what's going on with the bulls. We we'll have some more NBA talk coming up tomorrow on Running with War, and uh, we should have a, a special guest on, Roland Lassiter. be I, I got to, I, I had to bring him on, sort of in response to Scottie Pippen and and the tell all stuff that's going on with with uh him and and Mike right now, and you know, me and Drew texted about this a little earlier, Joe, like. Scotty's out here in the book talking about that Mike ruined the game of basketball. Like he is really jumping out the window just to get some attention about, you know, his qualms with Mike, man. It's like, you don't have no issue with Mike, man. I saw a video today on, uh, on IG, Ninth Wonder, the, the, the great producer actually posted it. It was a video of Mike after the fifth championship in 97. Uh, you know, giving like two minutes of him, giving all sorts of props to Scotty and, you know, saying like he, he don't get the respect he deserves and he deserves everything as much as me. He deserves $30 million like me because he got that first 30 million contract that year. And, you know, and and he still wound up making more money than Mike in his career on, on, on the books. But, uh, you know he was just giving all types of props to Scotty and it's like man for, for things to go from that our, our public representation and our public understanding of their relationship for it to go from that to what it is today is just such a sad thing man you know it, it it don't make much
1: sense to me well here's the thing i i i i hate that scotty has chosen to go down this road with is tell our book um, and like, I don't, you know, people always bring up what well, he's made, you know, like you said, he's made over a hundred million dollars in his NBA career. I don't know what his finances are right now. You know so i I do remember that, that Mr. Submarine commercial,
2: uh, <laughs> this that's my favorite
1: commercial, you know, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. You know, maybe he should start selling subs again instead of selling books. But I'm saying he buy the whole Mr. Submarine Empire. It just really right. it popping
0: again, man.
1: <laughs> right, right. I don't know. But the the thing about it is, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, while he was playing, you know, and doing, you know, uh when he was in his prime that he really did believe that he was good as Michael Jordan. And I think in his mind That, uh, you know, those six championships are just as much his as they are Mike's, you know, but Mike is the one that they call the GOAT. Um, uh, Michael even said that, you know, he wouldn't have won those championships without Scotty, But yet it's still Michael's still the GOAT. Now, I don't know. You know, so I'm not in the man's head. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to empathize a little bit. Um, You know, you see you've seen the, the, the great things that that michael has been able to do with the jordan brand um now he has a tequila uh alison caro uh he, you know he, he owns a team scotty the got league. the league <laughs> he got the bourbon he got the right. bourbon but he's you know, swerving know. off the bourbon man <laughs> uh, hey I, I haven't you know since i'm a whiskey dude i haven't tried it yet so i haven't tried it yet so uh, you know, I'll wait till a few more people try it and say what they, you know, see what they say about it, but I haven't tried it yet, but, um, I, 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 I don't know what it is. I, I think it's part of it is, I think, um, he, he, he is, a, he is a player who signed a bad contract and who didn't get paid what he was worth while he was here. Um, uh, the last dance really did not put him in, in a favorable light. Uh you know, especially when they talked about the back surgery and the one point eight seconds and and but all that, those things. Joe, I don't
0: think it was so much mm. about being a favorable. It just it just said what it was. And you, you right. could argue that I understand, it, it, I understand. You could argue that it aired more towards the myth making with Jordan. That's Jordan. Yeah. Like if 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 if, you, if your if your story is as Mike that you know, you you lost your father in a horrible uh, a horrible incident, and then you came back and you won a title on Father's Day a couple years later. That's the story for you. If you, if your if, you, if if the, if that's the story for him, if your story is well, I got ganked out of some money because I wanted to to get <laughs> as much as I can to support my father. Well, that's your story.
1: So you know, I,
0: didn't, yeah, I you can't. I see what you're saying. I, I know say, you gotta I'm hate just Mike on that.
1: I listen. I'm just trying to empathize. I mean, I agree with I, I, you. I mean, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just playing devil's advocate. And I mean, as a person, and I don't agree. You know, uh, you know. To me, you know, you know. No matter what, um, no, no matter what, I think that Scotty is going to, uh, you know, is going to be a forever be a Bulls great. You know, I just don't like yeah, that he's burning this bridges like this. You know, and, and it seems kind of messy and jealous. You know, that's what it seems like to Yeah. Me. I feel like we yeah. need a the, the way that Shaq and, and the late Kobe Bryant
2: had their sit down. I feel like Mike and, and Scotty, they need to have their own rendition of that. Or maybe Scotty does. I don't know if we need it or Mike needs it, but Scotty... <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike don't need it. Mike might need it. But Scotty we, probably we,
0: we could We could use it. Scotty, I think, definitely needs it. But Mike ain't, ain't trying to do that. He... He, he Mike Mike just gonna sit there with uh with a he gonna sit there with his cigar and and his tequila and be like, what you got to say? <laughs> just sit there.
2: Well yeah and Scotty heard, gonna
0: just talk for an hour and say yeah. a bunch of nothing.
2: Yeah, I heard Jason Goff bring up a point that I, I hadn't heard anybody else um bring up before, and that's that Scotty isn't talking to us. He isn't talking to um, you know, anybody other than michael jordan he's trying to get for whatever whatever reason he wants that acceptance he wants that that warm you know verbal hug if you will from the big brother i guess that he you know had grown to have during those those bulls years which i, I thought it made sense i had never like i said i hadn't heard anybody bring that up um but to your point kyle like there's been times when jordan um Maybe as maybe not necessarily gone out of his way, but as uh, thrown roses at, at Scotty's feet and let people know how much that Scotty means to him in his career. I think he did it during his um, Hall of Fame um, acceptance speech as well. So I'm not sure, man. I know Scotty's got a lot going on in his life. He just he, he seems to be coming from a place of insecurity, and I don't really know what that why that is. You know?
1: he he, he out bad. No, that's security. I think
2: from other
0: issues in his life.
1: And right, that's what it's too.
0: coming from. Yeah, it's he's projecting yeah, the them on the guy flops, who, <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's he's out here looking bad. I mean, yeah. for real, for real. Um, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I see we got a, a, a something
0: in the chat. Yeah, we yeah we shout out to uh, Johnny Blunt or Blunt. I don't know how you want to pronounce it, but he said that Scotty never got over Jordan not helping them renegotiate. His bad contract. Well, the thing about that is that Jordan was in a bad contract as well. <laughs> and 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 Jordan, I mean, they both knew that when you get you when you sign on paper with Reinsdorf, that he wasn't renegotiating anything until the end of the contract. Jordan knew that. So that's why Jordan didn't do nothing until 96 when he was about to come become a free agent and the and the talk then was that well he might go to new york so when 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 that rumor regardless of how true that rumor might have been how much how based in reality that rumor might have been reinsdorf knew that he couldn't get the gravy train uh go out the, off the station that soon so he ran that 30 million to Mike, and he got that for the last two years of his uh his play with the bulls he got 30 million each year and he got it you know but you know, when it came to Scotty reing up in '98, he had to uh, sit out and do all that that acting up that he did, which again was portrayed as it was on The Last Dance. I guess Scotty just thought that they didn't maybe need to bring that up at all, but they they brought it up, and that's what happened because that's what happened. And he, you know, he had to deal with what he had to deal with, and eventually he got broke off by Houston. When 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 that season ended, when the last dance ended here in Chicago, Houston gave him his money. And that and he, we saw that then what that was... got him. He don't then even then want to talk to about Houston now. Yeah, he went to Portland. He t- he then talked then he about about Portland, Portland yeah. but he don't he don't even want to acknowledge the Houston year. Yeah, then,
1: but that's where you got went went to Portland. Then he went to Portland. And then he came back. And I think they gave him a pretty decent contract when he came back. In, in fact, Paxton wanted to, to buy him out. He was like, nah, man, I'm getting all this. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, well, he was basically you know, in,
0: the, in the rocking chair then. So it was like, you know. Right. And the Bulls ain't wow, had bad, shit back else. <laughs> yeah. And the Bulls ain't had shit else then. They was they was done. <laughs> for, you, know, it was like, you know, we need Scotty to get some fans back in the season. You know. yeah. man. It's yeah, like I said, it's tough, man. I it would be nice, like you say, Drew, if there was some sort of reconciliation there. But I, if it does happen, I don't think it'll be very public. It maybe it'll be something that happens behind closed doors. But if you know, Scotty, I think because a lot of what he says has been so inflammatory, I think in a way, like you, I believe, I, I agree with what you say that he wants that hug. But it's sort of, I think it's sort of a thing. It's like he wants that attention first, and he wants that conflict where he's that platform where he could let everything out. And I think maybe he thinks there's something that Mike can say to him in response that could lead to that that moment where they have the when they hug it out. But I like I say, from what I've observed Mike to be over the thirty so so odd <laughs> years that I've observed him. I don't think that Mike's going to give him that opportunity, and, and and give him that uh you know whatever he wants.
2: Yeah, Scotty just so messy, man. I, mean, I just, Yeah, I, like I said, I, I just hope the book sales are worth it. That's that's all
0: I, I in the <laughs> end I could say, you know.
2: Yeah, uh, I like, like I told you in the in the the text we exchange, Once I saw him say something to the effect of Jordan ruined the game. You know, I already was like, I'm not reading this book. But when I saw that, I it just cemented this for me. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm I have no interest in reading this book right now at all. You can't. Why would you read a book of of of, of craziness like that? Like Mike ruined the game. How, bro? Well <laughs> you're the only one, man. Read read the room, brother. Like you're the only one. We're yeah, I mean,
0: you can say what well, I mean. There's so many different things you can say that. like, I just so uh, you lose all credibility when you say some stuff like that, man. So you know, yeah. People people gonna read it. Josh, Josh reading it, I guess. He showed he showed the book last week. So I I am going to see how much he read tomorrow when we get together. He, <laughs> how much of that book he's read. <laughs> but that's what it is. But but let, let's move on, man. Let's let's talk about the bears right quick. I, I got some NFL i want to bring up in general but but joe you know we got a uh, you know the uh the the bye week of course this week uh, a good week for the bears where they don't get to to lose uh as they don't get to win but they don't get to lose so that's that's sort of a victory week it's it's sort of like what the lions did this week in time uh you know the time of pittsburgh but you know uh you know what. Uh, First off, you know, I guess you, you're going to probably be uh, seeing your first game in person this week, right? With the uh, with the Ravens talking to me.
1: Still oh, yeah, I'm going to the game. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the game. But no, I did. I did get a chance to go to Las Vegas and uh, watch the Bears. In Las Vegas, and that was a that yeah, was did, phenomenal game. Yeah, you did see that game. Yeah, so did I did get a chance to go to Las Vegas and watch the Bears in Allegiant Stadium. And, uh, and, and look, the and, and
0: that's, that's the last win, right? They've lost ever since then. Yeah. That's, yeah, so, mm. I mean, wait, let, let's I'm start. Good luck time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there you go. There you go. Maybe they'll break the losing streak this, this week. But, I mean, first, why, why do you think they've had this streak? And, and I mean, uh, I, there's a couple obvious reasons why. But, you know, why do you think they've had their streak? And do you think this is something they could get? It? Look, the talk the talk already coming into this week is that, oh, there still may be a chance they could make the playoffs because because the NFC. I mean, it
1: happened last year. It happened last year. Yeah, uh, I know.
0: It, 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 and it sucks because I've been saying all year they're not going to back into the playoffs. But again, the NFC is going to be the NFC. And and, res- and they have too many teams in the middle. There's some good – there's some very good teams at the top, but there's too many damn teams in the middle. And all of a sudden now you got the Panthers who are in that seventh spot and they're only like a game and a half ahead of the Bears. And now the Bears are going to be having this silly uh, wish fulfillment now that they can back into the playoffs again. But I don't know, man. What 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 are your thoughts on on what's going on?
1: Well, here's the thing. I think if the Bears make the playoffs, I mean, it'd be, you know, it'd be great. But I think the focus has to be the development of Justin Fields. That should be the primary focus. Yeah. And quite frankly, if you're Coach Matt Nagy, if you want to, you know, save your job, you have to do things that help develop Justin Fields uh now I tend to believe that he's going to be going regardless of how well Justin Fields progresses because it is my belief from what I observe is that Justin Fields is just who he is he's getting you know comfortable with the speed of the game he's learning how to read the defenses and he's just making it happen on his own uh because he's his own force of nature all right and that's how I view Justin Fields as a quarterback all right it's a lot I know it's, Kind of sounds like hyperbole, but you know, we saw the fourth and one and what he was able to do with that. Um, we saw how he brought the team back against the Steelers only to get job by the refs. So, you know, we 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 seen this in increments and it's starting to come together. Um, and so I think that um, uh, you know, he he's taken it upon himself to to meet with the receivers in the tight ends during the bye week. He went down to Florida and got up with, you know, Brandon Marshall at the House of Athlete, and and, and to do those things. So I I think this is a a player that's, you know, doing the things necessary to be great. He wants to be great and he's doing those things. And uh, he he might be one of those, you know, players, you know, on the team that is naggy proof, you know, so to speak. So I think that's, I think that's what's happening. Uh, Them making the playoffs. I mean, that's a far stretch, but uh, if you know if Justin Fields could come out and play down the stretch like he did against the Steelers earlier on in the game, uh, and build, you know and building upon that, you know, and having the offense you know start a little bit quicker where you don't have to come back, they'll be in a lot of games, um, and, and have a chance to win. But I, I, I'm not sure if playoffs is one of them,
2: it's, it's something sure. we should be you know going for. I was hoping, sure. actually, I was you know this. <laughs> I feel like the buy came at the wrong time because the the team, the offense was starting to click, as you said. Um, Joe Justin Fields is starting to get his his footing under him and look more comfortable under the under center and um, kind of reacting rather than thinking so much. So it feel like the buy came at a bad time for the offense, man. And that, it's just in that regard,
0: it did. You could you could definitely say that. It's probably. It's I think it's a mixed thing. Like you got, mm-hmm. you know that 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 encouragement that encouraging developments that you saw from the Pittsburgh game on one side. But on the other side, you do have injuries that have uh, lingered on the team. So you get you got some yeah. extra rest for for some especially on the defensive side. You get to see players like uh Tevin Jenkins is back in on the fold on the on practice. He uh was practicing today. So that's some more developments there. Uh, Borum, you know, got to play in the Pittsburgh game, so he got he gets more time to uh, uh, rest and, and and work himself in the practices as well. So he may be a little, even a little better coming into uh, this this upcoming game. So if, if the Bears can maintain that, if they can build up their strengths again on those lines, I think that's I mean, going to be very key, especially in this game coming up with Baltimore.
1: I mean, the NFL is is, is is a funny league. You know, we just watched the Washington Redskins. Oh, sorry. Washington football team. <laughs> You're in Washington, man. No slurs in, man. The Washington football team. I apologize, but, everybody. Yeah. The Washington <laughs> football team. Uh, it's going to take a while to get used to that still. But we just watched the Washington football team beat Tampa Bay uh, over the weekend. Um, yeah. And we, we, we just had some crazy wonky games where, you know, teams that you don't expect to win, win. And You know, I mean, the Bears seem like it's like that.
0: That's part of what I want to get into, Joe. Like, it seems like every week, like, what you can't tell who's who in this league. Like, one week a good Mm -hmm. team will be the somewhat good team will be good. Then the next week they'll do some off the wall stuff, like lose to the Washington football team. And it's like there's so many teams that's regressing to the mean. I still think there are a few teams that are better than, that are clearly better than others. Like you look at, you know, the green, like Green Bay right now is playing out, out of their mind on defense and they still have, you know, Rogers, regardless of what horse <laughs> flu medicine he's taking to, to <laughs> mat down the, the COVID. He's still, when he, when he goes out there, he's a bigger threat at quarterback as anybody else. Uh You know, the Rams are still pretty tough. They lost Woods, but, they brought in OBJ. They don't. They don't seem to care about any type of of uh, salary cap right now. They are gonna bring in whoever they need to bring in to, uh, to improve them that team. And you know the AFC actually looks a little bit so and so, but at the same time, you, you, the Chiefs last night showed again how explosive they can be when they're when they're hitting on all cylinders. So. I mean, yeah, that's a team that we definitely can look at as contenders, but it's like from week to week, you just don't you have it's it's such a dice roll as to who is gonna do what in each game. It's like it's
1: crazy. Right. Right. You know, and so I mean, you can look and go ahead and look at the schedule and say, Yeah, the Bears, you know, should should lose those games, but there's really, you know, no way of really knowing. I guess, you know, that's why you still gotta lace them up and play. But the, 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 like I said before, the most important thing is the development of Justin Fields and him getting better. And if him getting better actually leads the Bears to the playoffs, then, 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 then that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's rough, man. Cause, you know, I try to be,
0: <laughs> I try to be the, uh, the, the objective journalist guy. But of course, objective, I'm a Bears yeah. fan. I, yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm a Bears fan too. I'm not going to hide that. And so I'm just like, well, you know, I, 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 it doesn't really matter what I but it's like at the same time, it you, you there's a feeling that like if they if they don't reach some sort of bottom, you're not gonna get the cha- the changes that you want from this team if they don't mm-hmm. if, if, if every time they can mess up, like every every year the past two years, Nagy has had extended losing streaks in each year. I think he has six mm-hmm. game losing streaks in each of the past two years. He's got a four-game losing streak now. That's not what winning teams do. So for right. him to be able to have another losing streak in the middle of a season, and to you know to show his inability to get this team to score twenty points with with regularity, it's like it, it, if if all that is is done and and, and is betrayed is and, and the end result is a nine and eight season that just barely gets them in the playoffs again. And if that's enough to satisfy the McCaskies, it's like it's, the thing. it's like a twilight zone loop. Here's man. the thing,
1: though. Here's the thing. There's precedence. You know what I'm saying? Levy Smith got fired after a 10 and six season. Yeah. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so even if the Bears, you know, say, you know, for you know, end up with a winning record and make the playoffs, you know, at the end of the day, good coaches don't allow their teams to lose four or six games in a row. It doesn't Uh happen, all right? Good coaches don't allow their players to come out every single week and get hit with a taunted penalty or or unnecessary roughness or or some goofy stuff like that. Good coaches don't allow that, you know what I'm saying? And that's been one of the issues with me about this team is that discipline. I mean, why constantly will you line up off sides over and (laughs) over again in a close game, all righty? That's yes. that's discipline. Tell that's a coach telling you, "Hey, move back. <laughs> Don't do that just again. Just move back, like a couple feet. Move back. You can't. You, you, there's nobody on the sideline to tell him that. I mean, that I
2: think Robert Quinn got a couple of those too. So I mean, it's it's some of these vets, man. It's yeah. it's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable.
0: That like, like, yeah, just just. Stay back and watch when the ball moves. Don't move until the ball moves. It's just that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, man.
2: Don't don't shoot yourself in the foot. We got plenty working against the team as it is. We don't need it anymore. They don't need it anymore. Right. And so,
1: and and that's the thing. I kind of feel like you know the discipline, the the multiple seasons with long losing streaks, and even though you make it to the playoffs, you're just backing in. You know, and. You know, I used to be able to believe that. You know, saying that you know he was a good coach because he was able to get the players to to, to, to buy in and, and they they don't quit. But but Joe, it's stuff that, that he see
0: Joe, I think that is a good quality. He has good right. qualities of a coach. A good he coach has good quality. I think I just think he didn't go to coaching finishing school.
1: <laughs> right. That
0: right. I, I just think he needed to go to he needed to go to finishing school as a coach. And get all those qualities developed in him, like and and basically you know. that would have been like a couple more years as a coordinator. Like he didn't, mm-hmm. he barely ran the offense at by the time when he was in KC. By the time that the Bears picked him up, they were encouraged off of like a couple months of him, you know, sort of running the offense in KC when they made the playoffs with Alex Smith. And it's like that's you know that's bears that's typical bear stuff mom and pop bears operating but it leads to stuff like this where you sort of make an advancement but in the end you you just two or three years out from another rebuild because you didn't do the knowledge like you should have done and get a guy who was really ready for the job you know you just got someone who you fell in love with and you thought was palpable to the bears nation or whatever the media here in chicago and for one year he was he was great for that for 2018 but there was no there's been no evolution since then and now his job is on the line again and like but like you say joe because of the rest of the league he may be able to back in again and and do what (laughs) do just enough to keep his job and just enough to satisfy the majority of uh of Bears fans I guess
1: so I don't know I mean I I gotta believe that uh the McCaskies, uh Virginia George time whoever uh Ted Phillips whoever's up there has seen enough uh, of, yeah. of Matt Nagy and and the prolonged losing streaks and I I I you know this is so, someone who was adamant about not playing very adamant about not playing Justin Fields at the beginning of the season, and you know, as as you can see, he didn't get any first, uh, as we know, he didn't get any first team reps during during during, during training camp and in the, in the in the preseason. And when it was finally you know time for him to play, he was he he was behind, and, and when and they didn't do him any favors against that 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 first game against Cleveland, the, the game plan was not the way it was supposed to be. Um, and what you see is a very hard-headed stubborn coach and i always feel like uh good coaches are not married to just one system or or to their system they do what's necessary to win um and that's what you know that's what you know good coaches always have success they're able to adapt to their personnel all right it's not the other way around you know because you got contracts and salary caps and things you got to keep in mind you have to be able to adapt to your personnel and put your personnel in the best position to win. And that's something that he hasn't been able to do as a, you know as an offensive guru, not but he hasn't been able to do it. <laughs> You're right. You're right, man. You're right. You know, in the times in the times that they've had success, you know, it was somebody else calling the plays. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You got so you yeah, yeah. had, had to get Bill
0: Lazor back in the in the play calling business this year to have any sort of encouragement and you know hopefully that's what they still doing I, I i'm worried that you know with a buy, that's just one of those times where uh Daggy uh 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 he, he'll turn the tables on us and be like i'm back
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just, can't, just can't help himself man
0: yeah just
2: can't help himself oh. man We'll, we'll, we'll see know, how they do. we we'll
1: know if he has that big laminated sheet. We'll know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell yeah. him himself he got that big old laminated
0: yeah. sheet. He got, the big, he got the big <laughs> golden corral menu on the <laughs> on
1: side right. we got if he got one of those, you know, we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see how we'll see how it go, man. Uh, me, me, and
0: Joe should be there this Sunday. Uh, Baltimore. It'll be interesting to see Baltimore too. Coming off of that horrible performance they had against Miami, I think they're gonna want to play and, and put some points on the board. And uh, you know, will the Bears be able to contain them much like Miami did, or will they get into in the mix of a of a possible shootout? You know, how will Howard Lamar Jackson be in person? That'll be that'll be pretty interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it'll be yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a interesting game.
1: It's going to be an interesting thing. And Miami did some things that I'm not quite sure that the Bears are able to do. They did a lot of blitzing, and then you know, yeah. a secondary is very thin. And yeah, they got a much better be secondary
0: a, than the Bears, so they could yeah, they could do a lot of one on one matches in
1: order to blitz yeah. like they did. And so uh, I'm not sure if that's something Sean Desai and this Bears defense can can uh, replicate. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: What? What was right? Quick. What was your the, the wildest result from you in the end this week because there were quite a few.
1: Oh man, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I thought Atlanta would play a little bit better than they did. Oh um, man, <laughs> yeah, I, I did, I really did. Um, <laughs> uh, I see, I, mean, uh, I know, does uh, that
0: make how does that make you feel about Dallas? Do you, cause I, like, you know, the Dallas, like, you know, what Dallas gets so much attention and then. Every week you get the wild Stephen A. opinion on them, and you, you try. I try not to let yeah, that stuff yeah. filter into mean, in my head, but it's like
1: his. It, I think. I think. I think Dallas is legit. They got a. They got yeah. a decent defense. That secondary, they make a lot of plays. They turn the ball over, you know, and they doing it. You know, Dak is playing out of his mind. They're doing the things necessary to win. They got a, you know, a little two headed monster with with Elliott and, and Pollard. With the running backs, so they, they, you know they're playing yeah, they a, a, lot of a time good time brand of football right off. now. They're playing a good, brand. and so I think, uh you know, they they do play in the East, you know, NFC East, which is probably the weakest division in the NFC right now. So so, so they'll make it. They they'll have to show and prove in in the playoffs. Another one that was a shocker to me was the Panthers and the Cardinals and can with his "I'm back," you know. <laughs> uh, Shaking them um, dreads and then he was, he was right. feeling, you know, food. that, that was, that was, that was a, that was a supr- surprising performance with, you know, with PJ Walker out of, out of temple as the quarterback. <laughs> uh Then being able to go up there and go, go to Arizona and do that. That was a shocker. Joe, uh, what and, about and the things,
0: Patriots?
1: Oh, the, who, who did Patriots beat up on again? I know it was, they beat up on the Steve. Browns. That's what they did. Steve, they yeah. beat up on the Browns. Yeah. You know, so like, like like we were talking about, these things happen in the NFL. Like, you don't know from week to week. You know, the Browns, when they played us, you know, they were looking like they couldn't be stopped. Miles Garrett and, and mm-hmm. David Clowney was eating quarterbacks. Now they can't even <laughs> touch them. <So. laughs> and the thing so, about the,
0: <laughs> the thing about uh, New, Orleans, New England, you know, in that division, it looked like Buffalo was going to run away with it. But they fallen back to earth, so like right. I think they're like six and three, and uh, and New England is six and four, so that that division is back up in in the air again, and it looks like New England could possibly take it again this year, even though you know they had every reason not to take it at the beginning of the season. You know, Jones is is doing his thing. You know, some you know I, I, I brought up, I brought up this. Uh, Sweetest of the rookie quarterbacks, this heralded rookie class. You know he's the only one, including Justin Fields, who's had a hundred percent, a hundred plus quarterback rating this season. He's had five games where he's had a hundred plus rating, according to the NFL on CBS. Coaches, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely.
1: (laughs) Who are his coaches? Yeah. So that, that, that's why I was I mean, getting. That's Who are these? Are these the same coaches to the matter that won of him 11 just games with Matt Castle in the right environment? <laughs> <laughs> these are the same coaches that won 11 games with Matt Castle. Yeah, you know, Matt Castle. I'm, I'm
0: just great. saying. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, we can't overlook that at all. I mean, so uh, to that degree, you still, you you think, you, you're saying that you don't necessarily believe in Matt Jones? Or you know, are you just saying well,
1: that? Here's the thing. I think with the Patriots, they're 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 doing things that he can do, and they're not asking him to play above his, his skill set right now. They're not asking him to just go out there and diagnose and, and and be Peyton Manning or or Tom Brady. They're keeping things right. simple. All right, they're keeping things simple. Throws quick, easy throws. You know, stuff that you know can get his rhythm going. And that's how they've been doing it. All righty. And, and you know, and you know, they they, they they rely on the run game to a certain extent to kind of keep teams, you know, off balance. And they do a good job of mixing in plays. Um and, you know, and, you know, you got Josh McDaniels, you know, who's, you know, a real I, I would consider him an offensive guru. All right? Josh McDaniels. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, and he's 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 been proven. He's been proven. Even though he failed in
0: his first head coach.
1: He did. And here's the thing. He did fail. He did fail. But I do think that, you know, being able to run an offense and and do it to a certain extent, he's learning from the best and, and learning how to, you know, cross those T's and dot those I's, you know, with Bill Belichick and paying that attention to detail. And having his players be disciplined and be, being able to execute, all right? Being able to identify things that your team does well and executing those things that they do well day in and day out. And that's kind of what I'm trying to get to, you know, yeah. being able to do those things, you know, with your bread and butter, all right? Get to that, do those well, and build off of that, all right? And that's something that the Bears haven't been able to do, you know, under, under this Nagy regime, you know, we, you know, we, we, we figured out by accident, hey, that they might be a pretty good running team. All right. By accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's just things like that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it makes a difference, man. It makes a difference. Like that's that level of coaching that we still are looking for here in Chicago. And, you know, it, it seemed like. All we, you know, for so many years, all we was looking for was a quarterback. But we looking for that coach too. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> we need that right coach again. You no, know, we got the quarterback, I think, but we need that coach. We need that coach and quarterback. You know, that's how you. That's how you win in the NFL. And so, we'll see uh, how that process goes continuing on for the Bears. But uh, we just we clocking mm-hmm. in an hour now, man. I'm I ain't gonna use up too much more time. But uh, you know, appreciate you guys. Uh, another fun show here. Appreciate everybody who who watched and uh, commented. Johnny Blunt,
2: Blood, whatever, you
0: know. What uh,
2: one one game y'all didn't mention that I that I just want to speak about. What's what's up, Green Bay shutting out uh, the Seahawks, man.
0: Well, yeah, yeah for,
2: no, for no other reason than. The four point three points that Tyler Lockett got me when I lost by 0.6, <laughs> six to my fantasy, fantasy matchup this week. Oh, man. Guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's that's rough, man. Look, he, he, Seattle, man, they've they've lost. I think they've lost quite a few people, some fantasy stuff on fantasy this year. Because you got Will, you got Wilson missing the time that he missed. He just comes back this week, and he's still not really at a at a good place. You know, and and that that trickles down to everybody else. You got, you say Lockett. You know, DK Metcalf. You know, they 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 run. They they really ain't got nothing going up there, man. And you know, they get shut out by Green Bay.
1: I don't, I don't know if it was cold, but Russell Wilson, or maybe he was rusty, but he looked really slow on Sunday. He just looked really slow. Yeah. Somebody else said that too, man. I
2: don't know if you tweeted that. Somebody tweeted that. It might have been you. Somebody tweeted it. It was like, man, did he turn into John Elway overnight?
0: <laughs> he <laughs> wished he was John that way, <laughs> <laughs> man. But he, yeah, he, he go. I I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if there's some more rumblings of him wanting to get up out of the this coming off season. But you know, I, I was just I was thinking for a second too, like. You know, those couple weeks where we was all excited that he might come here, but like, like that have just been man. a lateral move for him, I guess. But, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe the, the Bears might have if he was if, if he was here. Maybe I don't know if they would have pulled out one more win or maybe two. But I don't know. He the both teams are three and six as as things are played out. So. It looks like it have just been a lateral move for him if he were the guy here. and it probably would have been a lateral move for us too because, you know, we would have had old John Elway and <laughs> not young <laughs> Justin Fields. So I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, Green Bay is playing though. They they got a defense again, and they don't even have two of their stars, are Darius Smith, and uh, God, what's the other one who's out? Uh, J- J- Jair Alexander. They both ain't mm-hmm. even on the team right now, and they they've had like the best defense in the league for the last couple of weeks. They shut down Kansas City, and you know which was more of a feat, but than they what they did yesterday. But still shutting out, it out anybody in, in the NFL is a good is a big thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean they they look tough, man.
2: It was what did you can say. Yeah, we got to see how long Aaron Jones is gonna be. I think they said what a sprain MCL, possibly. But Dylan is like this dude is like the new age Jerome Bettis man. I wouldn't hate to have to tackle this dude. Yeah, yeah. And it tied
0: it back to the Bulls, you know, uh, the bull the Bulls opponents today. You know, AD was AD was is a known Packers fan. Oh he, yeah. He gonna say yesterday that he they wanted to get the game over early. So he could see the Packers in uh before you know that that just disappoints me so much, man.
1: Hey, what can I, you know
0: say? Where, I I met, I met his dad too, man. His family they they seem to be have their heads on straight, but how you let that how you let that young man grow up to be a Packers fan? Hey, that, that's hey, what he,
1: I want he grew up winning for winners oh, man, I was gonna say,
2: maybe, maybe we maybe we in the wrong man. I don't know. But look like, look then y'all know there are enough front runners
0: in chicago there are plenty front runners in chicago as is so i'm not going to be necessarily one of those folks who just roots for someone because they they win it you know i, I got more character than that man
1: mm-hmm.
0: you can call me dumb if you want but you know i, mean, I got more character than that anyway no. hey two more and speaking of that two more things before we go I'm actually gonna shout out the Hawks you know I put them on the title uh they won three straight you know they they actually get a bye this week if you know and according to the uh the Chicago sports exchange they they won three games in a row they you know the 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 franchise still got a lot of issues but you know for the time being they've they've uh, attended to their their needs on the ice. And they're starting to play better now. So, uh, you know, maybe they'll back into the playoffs as well. There's still a lot, <laughs> there's still a lot of hockey left to play for them. So, you know, I, I actually shout them out. They won, like I say, they won three in a row and they uh, getting sort of getting past the worst starting in NHL They just history. need to
1: go ahead and pay those people. Quit arguing. <laughs> people. Yeah,
0: they, they need to run that money to the victims of, of their oversight. Run that money and 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 make that and then we'll really be buying actions like I said, but that's that's off the ice, but at least but on the ice they've you know gained some sort of dignity in the past week. So you know mm-hmm. shout out to them on that. But uh, that's all I'll give them, them people their that money. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Joe. You're right. And uh <laughs> I'm gonna shout out the Red Stars, the women's soccer team. They made it to the championship game in the in their league. The the national women's soccer league, so a shout out to them, and uh, they may be bringing home another title. So uh, again,
2: yeah, uh, you know. they they beat, go the go number, beat they beat the number one seed, uh, Portland Thorns, who beat them five to nothing in the first match of the season. So for them to come, kind of full circle and knock them off, yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. And they had some know. some key players, so that's a big win for them. And they got the best jersey in the city.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> they,
2: there you go, Joe. Yo. That's a that good Red look. Stars
1: jersey hit hard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's what's up. So, yeah, that's we, we talk about gear, man. Look, the women's tees coming hard. Like I say, the the Red Stars, yeah. the the Sky got their Shy Town alternative joint. You know, that's, like I said a lot. Of, I'm gonna be rocking that next summer, man. That, they, they, they
2: got, got to mm-hmm. they gotta, they, they gotta meet the demand. But yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, the WNBA, man, come on, you gotta get better on that, man.
2: You got
0: yo, know, stop printing the jerseys out, man. You gonna make some money, You're missing out on some money, man. Yeah, you if know. you
2: want to be, if you want to be taken seriously as a league, which we all believe they should be, there's some things you gotta do to make sure that you know to help yourself like that. Right. Some of the things that was going on with the the telecast, and I think it was um. I can't remember what the, who, who it was that was playing. They weren't playing in their home arena because of some uh, scheduling conflicts. Like, oh, game, yeah. but,
0: man, I think Phoenix.
2: Scary. I think that was Phoenix. Yeah, this, we got to clean that up. You got yeah, to, man. man. I say
0: you, you got to appeal to the front runners of Chicago. Give them something fly to wear to match their shoes oh. when they're going out, you know, on the on the block next next summer you, you will see a bunch of sky clothes next summer man if you just give you got to give the people what you got to give at least put some out to the bootleggers man let, let the bootleggers be out there you know when i come off the train oh, when i come off the train on the garfield station do you know, let me let me be able to pick out a, a, a little bootleg sky hat you know it, it, or, or a little sky shirt you know Mm-hmm. It'd be like it's S K I I Sky. You know, let me let me get a little something, you know, just so I can wear on the block, you know, and so represent my city, my team. You know, <laughs> so yeah. but that's it. that's that's it, you know, for now. We that's that's our uh, that's our marketing tips for the week. That's <laughs> all. You know, it's gonna be another segment: sports marketing one on one.
2: And one of these days, I'm trying not trying. I swear I'm not trying to hold us up any longer. One of these days we gotta have a conversation or a poll about which team has the best jersey. Cause that's that black south side mm. box jersey goes nuts. So I don't know, man. i want oh, yeah. Yeah, to have that it's conversation. The bulls with the pinstripes. So it's some good conversations. I don't I don't yeah, know. I mean what we well we we
0: should do like a because like yeah, you talk about a lot of the like the third, the 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 third jerseys or the uh the alternate jerseys. Like you do you wanna poll like what's the dopest jersey overall? Or like or which team has
2: the best sets of jerseys? Man, we probably, right. probably do both. That's that's I think both of them you might get some different answers, different responses. So right,
0: we got we got we gotta think of, yeah, we gotta think about that. <laughs> In the meanwhile, San Francisco's already up fourteen zero on the again. These random ass scores. The Rams supposed to be the better team, and they lose and already thirteen, about to be fourteen to zero to the to San Francisco, who was three and five coming to the game. The NFL is, is drunk. The <laughs> NFL is drunk, and it needs to go home. Okay, yeah,
2: I, saw the, I saw the Rams first play of the game. They hit Beckham for a little out, but after that, I don't know what what happened. And and how how sad is OBJ gonna be?
0: When he, if he goes to another team that does nothing but lose, with when he gets on the roster, like he gonna have to start thinking it's him. And and I think he's a little bit too sensitive for that sort of <laughs> inward thinking. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wish yeah. that upon him. But yeah. Anyway, we gonna send it out on that. You know, give some give you something to think about for next week. And uh, hopefully OBJ won't have to uh, do too much uh, self-evaluation over the next week. I hope you can avoid some of that as well out there, uh, viewers and listeners. Hope you can enjoy your week. Like I said, it's getting more uh, wintry out there, so bundle up. Don't go coughing and sneezing in the people's faces. And uh, get your, your mask, shots whenever you need them. Yeah, 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 wear a mask. If you're going to be coughing and sneezing, wear a mask. And uh yeah, just enjoy your week, man. Hope you enjoy these games and everything that's going on. We'll uh, check up with y'all again next week. And uh definitely uh check up on uh, what's going on with the Bears. Like I say, me and Joe should be at in the building at uh Soldier Field this coming Sunday. And uh in the meantime, like I say, Drew doing his thing as well. You got the uh you got the tags right there. Follow these guys on social media. And uh enjoy their conversations as you as you did tonight. Uh follow me at Means Matters on Twitter and follow me uh at K mean on IG if you dare. And uh yes yeah, follow me if you dare, survive if I let you. Little old Taz.
2: <laughs> that's a little wrestling line
0: there. <laughs> But uh <laughs> that's it, y'all. Promo? Yeah, I'm gonna give 'em give him I'm give him a promo. If you follow me, I'll give you a, a promo there. Give you an old ECW promo. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, that's it though, man. Uh like I said, enjoy y'all week. Uh we'll be out. Well, like I said, we'll see you next week. And that's it. Peace out.
1: Peace out.